Hi guys, welcome back to To Each Their Own. This is episode number six, and I'm actually by myself today because Vanessa's in Mexico, so I'll be doing this episode solo, and I've been sick the last week, so my voice probably sounds a little bit different, so bear with me on that, but since I'm by myself, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about. I didn't really have a set topic in mind. I was kind of just going to throw together some random happenings like new music and just some updates from past episodes, but there has been something come up that I have to talk about, and I wish Vanessa was here because I know that we could definitely bounce off really good ideas off each other, but since it's literally happening right now, I just feel like I have to talk about it, and that is that Ruby Frank who is the mom from the Family Channel 8 Passengers, has been arrested and charged with two counts of aggravated child abuse. Now, this literally just happened, like, a couple days ago. But before I get into kind of what happened, I want to give some background on Ruby and 8 Passengers to kind of set the scene for what's currently developing. So if you don't know, 8 Passengers is a family channel on YouTube, and they started back in 2015. And it's interesting, actually, because back in our Maya and I and Family Vloggers episode, we actually mentioned 8 Passengers because we kind of had gotten off on a tangent about, like, family vloggers exploiting their kids and all this stuff. And 8 Passengers came up because they've kind of been known over the years to do a lot of questionable things. So we're going to talk about some of that. So like I said, they started back in 2015, and there's eight of them. So there's the mom, Ruby, the dad, Kevin, and then they have six kids, Sherry, Chad, Abby, Julie, Russell, and Eve. And they got, like, between two and three million subscribers, like, very, very well known. I personally never watched them, um... But I would kind of, like, see stuff about them, especially whenever they were going through something controversial. And we've given our opinion on family vloggers here before. Um, I don't like them. I think they are exploitative. I think family vloggers use their kids to make money because people like watching stuff like that. And I feel like on the surface, it really doesn't seem that bad. Like, you're just filming your family for people to watch. No big deal. But the problem comes when it turns exploitative and you're filming things that shouldn't be filmed and things like that. And so that has kind of, that's been a problem with eight passengers in the past. Now, like I said, me personally, I've never watched them, but I do have some examples here of things that have happened that kind of fall under that exploitative category that have raised red flags for people over the years. And I want to point out, too, that with these things I'm about to mention, there have been people throughout the years that when they've seen this, they have kind of accused alleged abuse with, um, I think, specifically Ruby, the mom. In fact, there was a girl on TikTok who's come out since the arrest has been made and said that I think like a couple years ago or something, she kind of talked about how she saw abusive tendencies and she received a cease and desist letter from them, which if you don't know, a cease and desist is basically just like a, a legal 
um, a legal like scare tactic, basically. Like if you're talking about someone and they don't like it, they'll send you this letter that basically says, stop talking about me or I'm going to sue you. And so she received one of these for kind of questioning their parenting style, frankly. All right, so let's talk about these things. And these don't have uh, dates with them. They're just um, occurrences that have happened just over the years. Okay, so number one, Ruby took away her oldest son's uh, bedroom. Okay, not just like took away his toys. No, took away his whole bedroom. Okay, this was uh, Chad. And Chad is uh, just turned 18, by the way. So when he was little, she took away his bedroom um, and forced him to sleep on a beanbag for months. Okay, like what? I mean, this is just weird. And then when he was uh, finally allowed back to his own room, he only had a mattress in the room. And that's just... I don't know. I just think that's very that's question that's just a questionable disciplinary act. I mean, I feel like you can, you know, punish your kid, take away their toys, t- take away privileges, right? I mean, I'm not a parent and we talked about this before when we talk about, you know, family channels. Like I'm not a parent. I don't know how to parent a child, but I feel like as a parent, you provide you as a parent, you are kind of obligated to give your kids the basic necessities, okay? No one says you have to go out and buy your kids the newest and latest and best clothes, toys, whatever. But you do need to provide them with the basic things they need. And so, I mean, I just think it's a little extreme to make your kids sleep in a beanbag and then, you know, give them a mattress on a floor. I mean, it's weird. And I get, you know, maybe if that's all you can provide, but this family, they're, they're well off. They're very well known on social media. It's not like they have the means to give their kids, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Okay. Next, Ruby accused one of her daughters of faking an eating disorder. Um, she said that she lied about, was lying about it, whatever. And apparently Ruby even spoke about this on a podcast that was filmed for Moms of Truth. And I think this is very, this is very damaging. I mean, I don't know the situation. I don't know the specifics. I don't know the details of the alleged eating disorder. I have no idea. But if your kid is showing signs or coming to you with an eating disorder or whatever, telling them that they're lying about it is the last thing that you need to do. It's just going to make it worse. Next, Ruby would regularly deny her children food. And all these are alleged, by the way. I have no idea, but just allegedly. She would regularly deny them food, okay? She would make her kids complete all of their chores before letting them eat, okay? And I guess in one video, it's shown that she, like, doesn't let them eat breakfast until they do their chores. And she even acknowledges that they're, like, starving, but they have to do their chores first, now, again, back to the basic basic necessities. I understand if you want to make your kids do their chores before letting them, you know, play with their toys or watch TV or whatever, but let them eat. Eating is a basic life need. I mean, denying them food just so they'll do chores, it's, I mean, that does seem abusive in my opinion. Now, this is one that people specifically thought was very weird. Um, And that is that Ruby sent Chad, the oldest son, the same one that got his bedroom taken away, to 
wilderness therapy camp, okay? And apparently he remained there for a very long time. And I don't know much about wilderness therapy camps, but I have heard that they are, you know, I don't want to say dangerous, but they're just kind of, they're problematic. And I've seen a lot of stories of kids that come back that and they're, you know, they have a lot of problems or just like they have a lot of trauma from what they endure at these wilderness therapy camps. And, you know, I understand, like, I don't know if, you know, it got to the point where he was, you know, acting out maybe and wilderness therapy camp was the only way they thought could help. I have no idea, but people just have a lot of opinions about things. And there were comments on this video that they, people thought the wilderness therapy camp was the worst thing she ever did. So, and this one, this next one, I have a, a specific problem with, and that is that she would film very private moments of her family. And this actually happened a couple of different times. So, like one example, she filmed whenever it was her daughter's first time shaving. And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but that just doesn't really feel like something that you film and put on the internet for millions of people to see. I mean, these are these are children, they're minors. Who knows if when they, you know, get old, if they're going to want that stuff out on the internet. And the only reason they put it out there is because it makes them money, right? It's 1000% exploitative. And then another thing that happened and this is just awful, was they had to give their daughters the sex talk when it came time. And so they took them out to dinner, took them on a little, you know, parent-daughter date night to, you know, have this talk or whatever. And they filmed the whole thing, filmed the whole thing, put it on the internet. And it was just so uncomfortable because you could just tell that the, the daughters were just uncomfortable I mean that's a weird conversation to have with your parents in general like I don't care how old you are it's just weird talking about sex with your parents but then to have that filmed and put on the internet I mean they're like 9 to 13 maybe I mean I don't know how old they were really but they were young you know preteens whatever it's weird so there have been a couple different instances of that then there was another time where Ruby's youngest daughter, Eve, who was like four or five at the time. I've heard that she was four. I've heard that she was five. But either way, okay, like kindergarten age, she forgot her lunch going to school or daycare, wherever she was going. And when the teacher called Ruby and were like, hey, your kid doesn't have a lunch. Can you bring her something to eat? Ruby literally said no because she forgot to bring it, she didn't pack it, whatever, so she just doesn't get to eat. Sorry, she's like four. What a strange thing to do to your elementary age kid. I mean, they are still dependent on you for things like that. That's why you're there as a parent. Very, very, very odd, and when that came out, a lot of people didn't like it, and for good reason, because a four or five-year-old doesn't have that level of responsibility yet, right? There was also another time, this kind of goes back to the filming things that shouldn't really be filmed, um, 
that same child that forgot the lunch, she wet herself on a plane and Ruby filmed it and was laughing about it even when the kid was clearly, you know, bothered, distressed, whatever. I mean, it's just like, what a weird thing to film. I don't really know if that's, I mean, I don't know if that can be considered abuse or not. I don't know. But either way, why why do you need to film that, right? And that is kind of what the family vlogging always comes back to is like, why do you feel the need to film moments like this? And that leads me into the idea that a lot of people have stressed is that, you know, all these things have been going on behind the scenes. And these are just to name a few, right? But all these things that have been going on behind the scenes, these are, it, it's not even behind the scenes. It's filmed. These things I've named, and there's, I'm sure there's more I haven't, they're on camera. They're online. So it's like, okay, you're doing these very questionable things in front of the camera, right? That are, you know, raising a little bit of concern. What are you doing off camera? But now I think we kind of have a bit of an idea what's happening behind the scenes. And it's not good. So we've given a little bit of background. Let's now jump to what is currently happening with the arrest and everything like that. Now details are still coming out. There's still new things happening. So I'm just going to give kind of what is out there now and what I think I know about it because you know how things like this go there's a lot of information coming from a lot of different sources but I'm gonna try to give the most accurate information that's currently available so Ruby has a business partner named Jody Hildebrandt okay and together the two have this like self-help class called connections in the classroom and it's basically just like a class on like finding joy in your life and in your relationships and I don't even know what it is but anyways now I want to point out before I talk about what happened that some of the details are a little bit fuzzy like there's a bunch of kids involved and like I'm not really sure whose kids are whose whatever, because this has to do with Ruby Frank and Jody Hildebrandt, but either way, I mean, the general idea of what happened is awful anyways, um, regardless of whose kids are whose, so I'm just going to tell what happened um, kind of generally. So on August 30th, the neighbors of Jody Hildebrandt get a knock at their door, and it's a 12-year-old kid, I believe it was a girl, knocks their door, and this kid looks very, like, disheveled, like they've been, I mean, abused, really, I guess, um, and this kid is asking if they have food, because she's starving, asks if they can have something to drink, because they're thirsty, and so they call the police, and the police come, and this kid is, like, so injured that they take it to the hospital to be treated for, um, their injuries, then it turns out that there's another kid who is the 12-year-old sister, a 10-year-old girl who was also like at the scene in the home, um, I guess wherever the 12-year-old was, they find a 10-year-old too. And these kids, they have like lacerations around their wrists and ankles. Um, there's duct tape on them. Like 
they have these markings and, and things like signs that they've been like tied up with duct tape or ropes or, or just like restrained um, in some in some way, like like literally like chained up. So the police are like, what the hell is happening here? And when they finally figure it out, they find two more kids, okay? And I believe it was these two kids that they found later, I guess, that were in the custody of Ruby Frank. So I'm assuming they were Ruby Frank's two youngest kids. I don't know that to be like 100% a fact, but all I know or what I think I know, is that two kids were Jody Hildebrandt's and the other two were Ruby Frank's. So what's being reported happened is these kids are tied up, whatever, not fed, you know, and the 12-year-old escapes out of a window and goes and, you know, goes to the neighbors for help. And I believe it was Jody Hildebrandt's house that they were at. Now remember, Jody is Ruby's business partner. So this is just like all around crazy, sick, twisted, bad, everything. But it gets worse because not only are these kids like, you know, um, injured from these like restraints or whatever, but also they're like severely malnourished. Like they're not being fed. Okay, now remember the 12-year-old when they went knocking on the door asked if they had any food because they were like hungry. Yeah, these kids are malnourished. And so with all that, Ruby Frank and Jody Hildebrandt are arrested for aggravated child abuse. So when all this came out, people were, I mean, this is awful, but they really weren't surprised because like I had talked about before, there had been signs of, you know, some questionable parenting practices, if that's what you can even call it, um, for years before with Ruby and the Eight Passengers um, YouTube channel. And so um, when the arrests were being made, Sherry, who is the oldest child from Eight Passengers, posted a picture to her Instagram story. And uh, I believe, hold on, Okay, yeah, so uh, Sherry Frank posts a picture on her Instagram story, and it's like a picture, um, like, of the street, and there's, like, police officers, um, I guess, like, gathering statements, maybe. I'm not really sure, and this was before, like, anything had come out. Like, nobody even knew what was going on, but she posts a picture of the street, and it just says, finally, with a period. So at that point, people had no idea what happened. Um, but once it came out that Ruby had been arrested for child abuse, um, everyone was kind of, um, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, just kind of feeling like relief for Sherry and the kids because um, with Sherry's post, you can tell that this had kind of been a long time coming with how these kids have been treated by Ruby and, you know, maybe the dad, but we'll talk about that for years, right? So let's talk about the dad, Kevin Frank. And everyone's asking, like, where is he in all of this? I have no idea if Ruby and Kevin are separated or not. Um, I've kind of heard, like, mixed reports on that. Like, some people think they're not, but some people think that they split after Chad, who is the second oldest, second to oldest, after Chad turned 18. They think they split after. But I don't know. 
but the big question is like where has he been in all of this right because these kids are malnourished and malnourishment takes like kind of a long time to um progress wouldn't you think like you don't just become malnourished after you know a few days it takes some time so the, the question here is like what is his involvement you know did he know that any of this was going on did he know how Ruby was treating the kids? Just a lot, a lot of questions in where he is in all of this. So overall, there's still just a bunch of questions around this whole thing. I mean, this literally happened like four days ago. So there's new things coming out all the time. But a couple of things I want to just kind of bring up briefly is one, let's think about how Ruby and Jody literally had a like parenting or just like life relationship whatever like self-help class okay and and ruby had a family a family youtube channel okay these women are out here giving advice showing their life you know talking whatever about all these things and then neglecting and abusing their kids in the background how absurd is that and it leads you to wonder, like, what are they talking about behind the scenes? What are they talking about in private? What are they sharing with their friends? Like, what, you know, like, what is going through their head? Because it's like, okay, how do you, like, how would you give good life parenting relationship advice to people and then in your private life do the exact opposite? So then it, it makes you wonder, well, are they giving the advice that they are living out, right? Like, Ruby, for example, took away um, one of the kids' bedrooms. Are they telling other parents to do that? Like, I don't know. It, it's 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 interesting to me. And then also, this is coming out right. It's kind of putting a or it's kind of putting a focus on the family family vlogging idea on social media, right? So how is this going to affect that like niche going forward? And I saw a girl talk about on TikTok how she thinks that this really isn't going to change anything, which is really unfortunate because I would love to see this kind of wipe out the whole like family vlogging um, like category on social media in general. Because, again, we've talked about it before so much. It's just so exploitative. And I wish that this would just, you know, make everyone realize that it's just not good. But unfortunately, I think this is just going to not really point to the family aspect you know the family exploitation aspect it's more just going to point to like ruby and like eight passengers themselves alone the vlogging channels are you know the parents are abusing their kids i'm not saying that i just think that this should be a cautionary tale you know what i mean so I think there's a lot to this that we don't know yet. I'm sure there will be new things coming out. Oh, I wanted to point out earlier that uh, Jody and Ruby both are being held in Washington County, Utah without bond right now. So I'm sure there will be updates, new things come out, new details. Um, I'm anxious to see the legal process through this, kind of what's going to happen, what the, you know, um, punishment, if you will, like what the – just what it what it looks like going forward. Um, so yeah, I think that's all I have really today. I just wanted to get this out there, get this story out there. I don't have a lot of opinions on it because, you know, I feel like this is pretty cut and dry. I think um, 
this has been a long time coming and I'm anxious or I'm excited that these excited's not the word. I'm just I'm I'm relieved, I guess, that these kids are getting uh, justice for what they've endured for years at the hands of their parents, exploiting them on the internet, um, and then, you know, abusing them allegedly behind the scenes, right? Um, it's very sad. And again, I hope that this can be used as a cautionary tale for currently and for like people now and, you know, going forward. Um, so yeah, we'll update as things happen, I'm sure. And Vanessa will be back next week, I think. So it'll be a little more back and forth conversation, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about this story. I think it's, it's crazy. So that concludes episode six on my own and we'll be back next week with a new topic or an update we'll see what happens bye